Welcome to Indiana Family Forum. Indiana Family Forum is brought to you by American Family Association of Indiana. Now here's the host of our podcast, Micah Clark. Well, welcome back to Indiana Family Forum. This is Micah Clark, the director of the American Family Association. And today I want to introduce a new organization to you, some, a group that I've worked with over many years with, and one that you've probably heard of. But uh, with us today is Justin Stevens. He's the Indiana State Director for Americans for Prosperity. Justin, great to have you on. Hey, Micah. It's great to be with you. Thank you for having me on. Well, for our audience who's listening uh, and may have heard of Americans for Prosperity but not real clear about the kind of work they do. You guys do really good work. You've been a great resource to me on fiscal issues over the years. And uh, tell our audience about AFP, what you guys do, and the issues you focus on. Yeah, so uh, our organization is mainly focused on economic freedom issues. Uh, We we fight against government regulation. We want uh, more transparency. We want lower taxes. Uh, Those are the things that that we push for. And we're really... uh, Led by our grassroots, so we're a very strong grassroots organization across the state, and you know we have chapters in 35 states across the country. Uh, but but our strength is in our grassroots uh, and making sure that we're educating uh, voters, uh, educating citizens on on the issues that are important to them. Now, does, is there an AFP chapter in every state? Uh, I know that um, no, we're one of your top no, states. Not, I think. Yeah, yeah, we have we have chapters. In, I believe we're in 35 states right now. Okay. Well, one of the issues I wanted to talk to you about is is an issue that um, is not one that that normally would grab my attention, but it does affect families in Indiana, especially um, those of us who use our roads, which is probably almost everyone listening. Uh, talk to us about sure. this proposal in the state house about raising the Indiana's gas tax. First of all, why are we even discussing that in a in a bad economy uh, like this, I mean, why, why would we do this? Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm questioning the, the same thing here. I, I came into this job not expecting that I was going to have to uh, fight a tax increase in Indiana four months in, but uh, but here we are, and and we're ready to do that. Um, but, but yeah, so so the argument is that we need about another 500 million to a billion dollars a year for road funding, and that we don't have that. Now, you know, we would argue. Uh, that we do have a significant uh, portion of that. Our gasoline sales tax, uh, we're one of only 12 states with a sales tax on gasoline, and our gasoline sales tax revenue, only one-sixth of it goes uh, directly towards roads and infrastructure. The rest of it goes to uh, the general fund. So basic argument there is that, that we need to move that over, and then in a, in a budget session in 2017, we need to reprioritize our spending uh, to go to the things that we want to make our priorities. So, uh, if roads are a priority, then we need to we need to shift our funding to roads, but do it with what we have already. Well, I'm going to show my age here, Justin. I, I was in college in 1988 when Indiana voted to allow the lottery, and the proponents of the lottery at the time pushed that and, and overcame any concerns about the lottery by saying that it would fund schools and roads. And it's, sure. it's just one example of, I think, many times when voters have been told, look, we're going to do this for roads, we're going to have a gas tax for roads, we're going to have a gas sales tax for roads, we're going to do the lottery for roads. And yet it, it's almost like education issues. There never seems to be enough money for roads. Um, what, what's the – is this a legitimate concern? Because where I live in, in Hamilton County in Noblesville um, – 
the roads there's roads being built everywhere around Indianapolis, and some of them sure. I, my gripe is they're really ornate. I mean, they paint every other brick. They've got it landscaped. They're building these huge bridges, roundabouts everywhere. Um, sure. Is it is it a question of, of misallocation or is it really a lack of funding? You know, I, I think there's probably a debate to be had there, and and that would be part of our argument is that we need to find out where the money's going mm-hmm. first before mm-hmm. we come and ask for more. Let's find out if it's being spent wisely. You know, let's do an audit of the VennDOT. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's find out if local funds uh, at the county level and the city level are being used to, to fund roads. But before we ask Hoosiers to pay more, uh, which this is this is a, a progressive tax, uh, mm-hmm. So when we're asking for more of the burden to be put on uh, the lower-income families, um, let's make sure that we're spending it wisely before we do that. That's our argument. You know, yeah, revenue in Indiana increased by $750 million from 14 to 15, the last uh, two revenue reports from the Indiana Department of Revenue. Revenue increased by $750 million. We have, a two, we have $2 billion in reserve, and we're asking mm-hmm. Hoosiers to pay more. Uh, you know, that, it baffles me. Yeah, you know, I, I um, maybe you know this. I haven't seen this. It, is it, I mean, I've seen a lot of studies recently about Indiana really being uh, one of the top states for small business. We really put ourselves in a good position sure. for economic growth when the you know if this recovery ever happens, and and Indiana seems to really be in a good good position compared to other states. Are there studies out there that show that our roads are worse than other states? I haven't seen them, but maybe there are. You know, yeah, they've been presenting some studies, and I, I'm not going to sit here and say that you know that there is no need uh, for increased road funding. That's not our position. There may very well be mm-hmm. need for increased road funding, and I live down in southern Indiana in Scott County. Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably could, you know, I drive I-65 up to Indianapolis. Uh, quite frequently. Uh, we could probably use uh, you know, some extra funding there, but mm-hmm. the, the debate is not necessarily whether we need it. it it's where's the money going to come from, and if it's a priority, let's do what, what families in Indiana have to do, and mm-hmm. that's budget with what we have. Um, so we think that should take place in 2017 during the budget, uh, during the budget session. Yeah, that makes sense that we would look at this issue if it's necessary next year when it's a budget year and a longer session. Sure. Um, there's a thing in this. Uh, well, let me back up. How do we know? I, I know I'm asking the wrong person. This is maybe a question we should ask a legislator. But we've we've got um, what a sales tax where only one sixth of the money goes to or one penny. I think of seven maybe goes to. To roads. How do we know if they raise taxes again that it will all go to roads? Is is that in the bill well, or is it the same thing in, over in this again? bill? Yeah, in in this bill, uh, the so you have three different factors here uh, when it comes to gasoline taxes. You have the regular state uh, tax on gasoline that's per gallon, that's eighteen cents. Mm-hmm. You have the federal tax, which is eighteen point four cents per gallon, and then you have the sales tax. Um, so the the sales tax revenue is what is not going to roads right now, it's going to general fund. Mm-hmm. Um, so this bill would move that revenue to uh, roads and infrastructure, and then it would replace it with a, a, a um, increase on cigarette tax, a uh, dollar a pack. Um, so that's how they make up for the hole in the general fund. Our argument is that, that there really shouldn't be a hole in the general fund, even if you move that 
uh, gasoline tax revenue over uh, because the money is already there, uh, especially when you consider our in the increased revenue over the last year. Yeah. Now, you know, I don't I don't weigh into this very often, but we talk about the term regressive tax. Can you explain what that means to the audience? And my follow-up is, isn't cigarette taxes like the supreme example of a regressive tax? Yeah, I think gasoline taxes and cigarette taxes, they're both, uh, uh, I mean, it's pretty obvious they're regressive taxes. It means that it's going to have a larger impact on the people who a larger percentage of their budgets go to fund those things. So, so if, you know, if you're making $30,000 a year, a larger portion of your income is going to be to pay for gasoline taxes. So the more that uh, more that, that is taxed, uh, it's going to have a, a, a greater impact on you than it would, say, someone that's making $100,000 a year. Um, you know, we're, we're not even including in this. This bill gets worse the more that I look at it. Uh, it also allows counties uh, to double the amount of wheel tax that they implement. So uh, so if you're living in a county that has a wheel tax, uh, which several across Indiana mm -hmm. do, this bill would allow them to double that. Uh, if you're living in a city of 20,000 or more, the bill also allows the city to implement its own wheel tax on top of the county wheel tax. So, so you know, uh, if you're living in a city of 20,000 or more, this bill could really take a bite out of your budget. Well, and the wheel tax is another tax people complain about quite a bit. I, I would expect farmers who have double axle rigs probably pay a lot more than. Sure. So I, I'm, I'm sure it's not a real popular tax either. No, no. So uh, yeah, this is it's it's riddled with tax increases, and and this gasoline tax, you know, it's a four cent increase immediately, but it's also indexed to inflation. So it it is okay. a perpetual gas tax increase from here on out. So they could vote on it once now, and it would go up in the future without the legislature weighing in again. Correct. Well, Which Justin, I appreciate they wanted to do back in the early 2000s, but they weren't able to get it through. So ah, I see. Well, I appreciate you you joining us today. I know you're busy. Uh, tell our audience how they can learn more about AFP, your website, and um, how they can sure. get more information on this as well. Yeah, to keep up with what we're doing in general, you can go to afpindiana.org. And then uh, if you would like to send your legislator uh, a note regarding mm -hmm. this tax increase, you can go to indianataxpayers.com. And uh, it's very simple for you to just be able to send them a message directly from that website. That's uh, indianataxpayers.com, indianataxpayers.com. And did you say afp.org? Uh, AF, uh, for our state-specific site, it's afpindiana.org. Indiana. Correct. Okay, afpindiana.org. Well, Justin, appreciate your time. We'll have you back again, maybe talk about some other issues before the legislature or, or even federally affecting Hoosiers. But again, thank you for the work you do with Americans for Prosperity and, and for your time today. Hey, Micah, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Indiana Family Forum. For more information on this and other topics that concern Hoosier families, visit us online at www.afain.net. That's www.afain.net.